Chapter 29 Rock Lasers Gum Baby scrambled up to her favorite perch in my hood and propped her elbows on my shoulders as we left Anansi's home. The ridge, huh? Gum Baby heard some crazy things about that place. In Ayana's arms, Chestnut nodded. Yep, yep. A mountain fortress. Nothing gets in or out without going through twelve levels of inspection. They're very territorial. Yes, Ayana agreed. Mid-pass and the ridge have never gotten along. Something to do with the stories of Alki and which belong to whom. She pulled the raft from over her shoulders, laid it down, whispered something, and the raft grew to its normal size. She stepped on, set Chestnut down in the middle, then raised an eyebrow. Well, are you coming? she asked. We've got floating rock lasers to sneak past. Wait, wait, run that by me again, I said. You heard me, Ayana said as she went through her checks. No, I don't think I did, because it sounded like you just said we'll have to dodge rock lasers. I did. And that's where you lost me. Gum Baby climbed down my back and stalked around the raft with tiny footsteps, muttering to herself. Chestnut began sketching something on the floor of the raft. Rock lasers shouldn't be a thing, I said. Why are they a thing? Ayana opened her mouth, closed it, then spoke in a rush. Remember Kumi, the statue sentry from Naomi's palace? It's like that, the first line of defense. That's supposed to make me feel better? She threw up her arms. What do you want me to say? The Ridge people don't like visitors, and if they sense for one second that their homes are under attack, they'll send out every warrior they have. In a sudden fury, she stabbed the air with a finger like she wanted to pin me to the raft. So you'd better be absolutely sure about this, because it's... Some of the heat faded from her eyes as she turned to fasten her staff to the back of the raft. This is going to be hard. Chestnut hopped over and nuzzled Ayana's leg, and the pilot stooped over, picked her up, and buried her face in the bunny's fur. Then she set Chestnut down, cleared her throat, and nodded. Let's go over the plan. Maybe this time something will go right for once. Chestnut sat back on her hind legs and pointed at the map she'd drawn on the raft floor. This is our target, the ridge, a heavily defended, fiercely guarded, fortified city high up inside Ishinlangu. Ishinlangu? I repeated with a frown. Does that name mean anything? It means shield. A shiver rippled down my spine. I squinted at the thick black section Chestnut had drawn as she continued. But Isinlangu isn't just any mountain. It's a wall of rock so steep and high that its peaks are hidden in the clouds. The people used to come down and trade. At least that's what the records in Anansi's palace said. But ever since the iron monsters started boiling out of the burning sea, they've stayed behind their gates. Chestnut paused and I looked at Ayana. Having second thoughts? She asked me. Just wait. It gets better. I ignored her, then turned pointedly back to Chestnut. Okay, it's a tough walnut to crack, but it can be cracked, right? We can get in there somehow? Chestnut cleared her throat. Yep, yep. Well, sort of. Maybe. Maybe? I mean, I think it'll work. Hopefully. Hopefully? My voice started to rise and Chestnut hurried to continue. See, look at these. 
She tapped a paw on a section of the drawing where it looked like a series of trails went up the mountain. They need some way of getting food from the farms at the bottom of the mountain to the city at the top. So they built these trams. They even carry passengers. Like trains, I said. So we'll ride with the other passengers? Oh no, they'd see we're strangers. We're going to hide in the back with the trash. I stared at her. With the trash? Yep, yep. Only for a little bit, and then before we're discovered, we'll slip off into a ventilation tunnel, hopefully. Assuming that works, said Ayana, what do we do once we get to the top? The bunny took a deep breath before saying, according to my cousin Lily, who heard it from her sister Apple, whose best friend's mother's second cousin Tulip traveled there with the trading party one time, the people of the ridge have a vault where they keep their most valuable items. They call it the atrium. Anansi circled it on this diagram. She pulled out a page she'd taken from the weaver's workroom. I squinted at it. The atrium, huh? That's got to be where the story box is. Yep, yep, said Chestnut, hopping excitedly. All right. I looked at my squad. So we catch the tram, make our way to this atrium, snag the story box, and hightail it out of there. Sounds easy enough. Ayana didn't look convinced. But first, we have to avoid those floating rocket lasers. Everybody, hang on tight. I need to be sure you're not rolling about, getting sick over everything. My stomach lurched at the thought. And gum, baby, Ayana said. Get ready for some precautionary measures. Ah. Have I mentioned I don't love heights? If it weren't for the fact that the islands of Midpass, hundreds of Midfolk, and the spirit of my dead best friend depended on me, I would have called it a night. Ah! Silver and black lightning bolts were being hurtled, hurled at us by giant black stone towers with jewels at the tops. But that was no reason to panic, now was it? Ah! I lay on my back on the raft spread eagle, so I looked like a brown X, my hands and feet stuck in mounds of sap. Why? Well, flying rafts don't come with seatbelts, and the rock lasers were all riled up. Will you stop screaming? Ayana yelled at me. She stood in a crouch, both hands on her staff as the wind whipped her braids behind her. She flinched to her right, and all of a sudden the raft tilted sharply and regrettably I was unable to follow her instructions. A blast of night-dark lightning. Lightning? Did I just make up a word? It's trademarked, chumps. Hands off. Whizzed by and scorched the earth below. I could smell burning grass and dirt. Make them stop shooting at us, I hollered. Chestnut huddled in a corner. The straps of my backpack, which Ayana had secured to the raft, crisscrossed over her little body like a harness. She squeezed her eyes shut, and her ears lay flat against her head. Ayana gritted her teeth. Oh, I'm sorry. Allow me to make that request. Another blast barely missed our heads. I opened my mouth to scream, but Gumbaby's voice cut me off. We're almost clear, Ayana. Just one more. Ready? I looked up, pressing my chin to my chest to focus on the doll at the front of the raft. She stood with her legs spread wide, her hands on her hips, and her miniature braids pulled back in a ponytail. Ready for what? I looked back at Ayana. Ready for what? She grimaced. 
something I hoped we wouldn't need to do. But if we don't shut down these lasers, reinforcements will be all over us. Um, GB, she yelled, talking right over me. Here we go. Gumbaby nodded. Ayana tightened her grip on the staff and glanced at me. Hold on tight. I tried to crane my neck as far up as I could. But I'm already still... The raft jerked to the right just as a polished rock tower the size of a skyscraper appeared in our path. Perfectly smooth like a cylinder of black glass, it stretched way above us. As we circled it, rising in a spiral, the sheer height of the thing blew my mind. Jagged blue sapphires and purple amethysts floated in a space cut way at the top, and they flashed in warning like a lighthouse. The hairs on my arms stood up straight, and then, with a crackling burst, another blast of lightning shot out of the precious stone. The raft swung sideways to avoid it, and Ayana yelled, Now, gum baby! But our fearless little marksman, markswoman, Mark's doll baby, was already taking aim and screaming at the top of her lungs, Sap attack! Sap, 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 sap attack! Super sap attack! Glob after sticky glob of sap landed right in the center of the blinking gems, dousing the beams of light, and Gumbaby waved her hands urgently. Go, go, go! Ayana pulled back on the rudder and the raft peeled away, diving toward the rocky slope far below. The shiny tower whizzed by as we dropped, and then a rumble sounded high above us. The sap must have gummed up the works because a deafening crack echoed down the mountainside. Chestnut squealed in fright, and I clenched every muscle as the tower began to lean to one side. Its top was gone. A smoking crater was all that remained. The structure continued to topple until it hit the mountainside with a thunderous boom and rolled down the slope in pieces. So much for stealth, I muttered. Can someone ungum me now? Ayana ignored me, focusing on keeping the raft low to the ground. Gumbaby hopped on my chest. She squatted and patted me on the jaw. Gumbaby would help, but she don't do ungum. So sit tight, big boy. Enjoy the rest of the flight. She sat on my chest and leaned back, rolling her little head like she was stretching her neck and sighed. This is nice. We should do this more often. I growled. I'm gonna... I see the tram, Ayana called. A long, dark trench sliced through the steep slope of Isinlangu, stretching up into the clouds where it disappeared. At the bottom was a gleaming silver train, its line of cars nearly vertical as it waited to travel up the mountain. A piercing whistle sounded, and Ayana's face grew worried. They're about to leave. Hold on. She aimed the raft straight down, and we dropped like an anchor. The wind pulled the scream from my mouth, and my lips flapped like I was blowing a 30-second raspberry. The train grew bigger and bigger, and Gumbaby cackled louder and louder as we got closer and closer. Ayana? I tried to say calmly as we flew at full speed toward the rear of the train. The lip of the canyon zipped past in a burr. Zipped past in a blur. Ayana? The last car on the train had an open door, wide enough to hurl garbage in and out of, I guessed. That's where the raft was heading, that itty-bitty entrance. Ayana! I looked back, and my heart skipped a beat. She wore a grim, determined expression, and I swallowed, then squeezed my eyes shut tight. The last thing I heard was Gumbaby shrieking in my ear. Ah, ha, 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 ha! 
Y'all ain't ready for this gum squad. Boom.